Welcome back to the One of Us podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Faulkner. Um, I'm an artist, poet, and a recovering fool who's made all kinds of mistakes in my life, learned many lessons, and suffered many consequences because of them. Um, but I'm trying to turn that around, try to be a force of good in the world. I've had my heart broken many times and broken many myself, and I want to help others instead of hurt, you know? And... As I've figured the best way that I can do that is to try to be there for people as best I can. Um, <laughs> we're all strangers on the internet, so can't necessarily be there one by one for everyone. But if I could share some good words and some good ideas, some of the lessons that I've learned that might help you along, then uh, I'll happily do that. So here I am trying to do just that. It's my motivation here. Um, I've said I'd, I'd like this to turn into an interview show with all kinds of people, so I could learn from them just the same. Um, but right now, I'm promoting my book that I created. It's called What Struggle Brings. It's a book of my art, poetry, and prose. It's, um, something that I didn't set out to create, something I didn't plan to write. I didn't even know that I was a writer. I just kind of fell into it and discovered my love for writing poetry. And as... I started to get all of my feelings out onto paper. I started to heal. Um, that was a huge step for me. It was just organizing my thoughts and putting it together. And in that process, I started to realize how much these poems were influencing me, um, how much they meant to me, and I realized that maybe they might do the same for someone else. So I spent a lot of time putting it all together, used my design degree to make... <laughs> Every part and piece of this. I designed, written, uh, wrote, illustrated everything all by me. It's full of art, design, everything. It's a pretty cool book. Um, and uh, if you'd like a copy, I'd greatly appreciate you getting one. I think you'd enjoy it. Um, it's available on Amazon. I'll put some links down. If you Google the title, What Struggle Brings by Kevin Faulkner, you can find it, I think, Barnes & Noble online, a few other places. Um, so go ahead and get yourself a copy. I'd appreciate that if you want to support me. Um, or if you're going through some things, if, if you hear something I say um, in here that resonates with you, um, pick yourself up a copy. Talk about a lot of things very honestly in here. Because um, I was just writing to get my feelings out. and I've organized my thoughts and my section introductions and everything. I've tried to make it impactful as best I can. Um, but at the same time, if you're struggling with money, and I get it, um, or you'd like to just hang out here and get it for free. I'll be going through every poem right now, poem by poem, and just talking about all the different topics and different things that I've learned. Um, so, any way you want to stick around, I appreciate it. Um, but it's the 11th episode today. So we're at the 11th poem in the book. And right now, still in the dark section, so it's all a little bit heavier. Uh, it's broken into three sections, the dark, the haze, and the light. So it gets a little bit easier as time goes on, but these things, I'm far from alone in having felt these these ways, and I know other people are out there struggling, um, probably just the same as I was. I had many questions, many problems, many issues, and they're difficult, they're tough, tough to overcome, um, but they can, can be overcome, so... Stick along and maybe I might say something that helps you, you know? We'll see. 
go ahead and read it and uh, see whatever comes to mind. So this one, it's called Sometimes. Get a little coffee first. Try to stay warmed up, you know? Um, but sometimes. Sometimes I struggle to be happy, which sometimes I think is overreacting, but it feels like more than real to me. Which is funny because I feel like I can't feel a thing. And there's beauty in what struggle brings, but I just can't seem to see. Because with this weight that's on my chest, it's getting harder just to breathe. It's getting harder to stay motivated. Harder just to dream. I'm just getting sick and tired of this person known as me. Who's been running fucking wild because I can, because I'm free. Forgetting about consequence and the legacies I leave because it's just too much to think about. Too much to interweave with my quandaries of the universe that challenged my beliefs, that left me feeling helpless, feeling tangled in my grief. Sort of like I'm being strangled by my doubt of truth or peace, because there's bloody battles every day, and all we win is greed, which only carries further on, then swallows what we see. Then corruption riddles governments, and quickly roots its seeds, spreading power webs that rule the world with leaders fat and greased who let the patterns fumble on, and then history repeats. It's sad. But it never skips a beat. So my hope is quickly fading, that goodwill can still compete, that our hearts will change the world, or will simply wither from deceit. I fear our story's nearly over, with an end left incomplete. So, yeah. Sometimes, I struggle to be happy. But maybe I'm just overreacting. End scene. Um, this is a tough one um, for me to write. I, I jammed it packed with uh, many of my frustrations with myself, with the world, with life in general. And that's one of the toughest parts about life is that it's a multifaceted adventure. It's so far from simple. You have a million moving pieces all coming together to form a moment. And that's just one singular moment. Um, it's a complicated mess. There's, there's a lot to deal with. A lot to try to understand. And even more that one must do in order to succeed and become financially independent and emotionally secure and to find love and friendship and to fulfill all of the different parts and pieces of what it means to be human. And you're often battling uh, in battling upstream against the current of right now it seems like a failing society. And it's uh, it's very easy to become hopeless in that. To learn more and more about the world, about human history, and to see the patterns and the writing on the wall of how we tend to repeat it over and over again. It's very easy to, to doubt that, we'll, that we will change much and 
I know that feeling. I know that feeling very well. I still struggle with it from time to time. Right now in the world, fuck, we're damn near on the verge of World War III. The dollar's about to collapse. Real estate bubble probably about to head into another depression. How are you supposed to be happy? How are you supposed to be fulfilled? How are you supposed to be joyful and positive and optimistic when it seems like everything around you is falling apart? We just came out of a major pandemic where everything changed. How are you supposed to be happy? Well, you can be. <laughs> but it all comes from your expectations. And we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, but half of it is just battling your own inner world. And I say it right here in the beginning how I struggle to be happy, but I think it's overreacting. I, I at the time, didn't even feel like it was justified for me to even be upset about things. You know, Some, there is a level of pragmatism and stoicism that is I think required and kind of a lot of that is just accepting the world for what it is but at the same time if you only accept the world for what it is then how is anything ever going to change or improve so you can easily find yourself kind of caught in this this world and it's tough I mean I really like this line it's where the, the title of the book comes from what struggle brings but there's beauty in what struggle brings, but I just can't seem to see it. And if you're battling with, with a broken heart on top of all of these other parts and pieces, fuck, it's just, it, it can feel like too much. It gets into this next stage here where this weight that's on my chest, it's getting harder just to breathe. It's getting harder to stay motivated, harder just to dream. I'm just getting sick and tired of this person known as me. Like I was talking about, how it's a multifaceted thing. You also have all of your own problems with your own life, your own shortcomings, on top of everything else. And, let's see, what, what am I trying to say here? I'm trying to keep these stream of consciousness as best as I can. I'm trying not to prepare too much because, I don't know, curated bullshit I kind of have a disdain for. But it's tough because you have to battle all of these different parts and pieces. I get in later in the poem about <laughs> all of these problems with society and the world. And all of that shit is true. How corruption riddles governments. We're constantly battling one another and all we win is greed. All of this is happening on a societal level. But all of it's happening on a societal level because it's happening on an individual level first. That's something that's been an interesting realization for me. And it, it seems so obvious, but society, <laughs> all it is, is a culmination of individuals living individual moments, one at a time. So all of the woes, all of the corruption, all of the bad things that have happened, it's all us. You can have your frustrations with the world and with society, and it seems almost like it's this untouchable beast but it's just people. It's people dealing with the struggles of being a person. And in order to fix anything, it has to happen on an individual level first. 
inside out. That's how transformations happen. That's how a revolution happens in a spirit, in a soul, in a country. Inside out. Anything else outside in, it just doesn't seem to stay. Any real transformation comes from the heart. And that's what's so frustrating with this poem here, with what I was feeling is that I had all of my own internal battles and issues, but I felt as if, and I know a lot of other people are feeling the same way, that because of all of these external issues with society and the world and all these external pressures, all of these other reasons, I felt were making it more difficult for me to change for me to find happiness, for me to find peace and solitude in the world. Because how, how could I be happy and peaceful? How could I even have the audacity to be happy and peaceful when everything is falling apart? When everything is going wrong? When the entire world around me is a broken, battered mess and seeming to fall to hell quicker and quicker? Who am I to be happy? Shouldn't I be angry? Shouldn't I be upset? And in some ways that's true. If you're not upset by it, then you're never going to want to change anything. But just being upset doesn't change anything. <laughs> it's positive action, positive movement that does things that moves the world and yourself into a positive direction. So you have to switch it around. Um, and I was talking with my sister earlier this morning, actually, about how, kind of getting back to it, it's, it's your expectation of the world. That is where you must start first. That's where I've learned I, I had to start first. I had to change my inner world and inner perception. It's a difficult thing to do. I find myself battling and teetering back and forth all the time. But I've been changing my expectation, looking for the good, looking for the positive. Because that's your motivation to keep moving forward. If you believe that everything is bad, everything is broken, everything is wrong, and there's no hope for you, how are you supposed to do anything? How are you supposed to move forward? You can't. Why would you? You're... <laughs> fighting in, in an unwinnable battle if that's the viewpoint that you have of the world. And it's just wrong. Everything is, at the very least, neutral. I don't know if neutral is necessarily the word, but better yet, there is good and bad in everything. Every moment. There are two sides to every event. And that is a true reality. And more often than not, just by default, we tend to look for the bad. And in some ways, it's probably an evolutionary thing. We search out the things that could hurt us, that could cause us harm, and try to avoid them. And there's value in that, absolutely. But if that's the only framework that you have, you're going to live a pretty miserable life. It's your internal world and expectation that you have that is the quality of your life. If you view the world in a negative light, then every experience you have is a negative one. If you view the world in a positive light, then no matter what is happening, 
you'll find a way that is positive. And then you live a very positive and happy life. It's the inner world out, like I was talking about. And that's the real battle, is learning to control your mind, learning to control your expectations, and searching for the good. And as I've talked about how I was viewing the world, and in many ways how I still see the world, how many things are broken, many things are falling to hell, or at least it seems that way. But at the same time, how do I know that it's broken and falling apart? How do I know that it's not in its own growth process? That it's not growing and developing and maybe improving? In my own life, I've had many things that fell apart that were the best thing for me. I had to shed bad behavior, bad expectations, bad viewpoints in order for there to be room for new ones. I couldn't keep smoking and drinking and being an atheist pessimist forever and try to be a healthy, happy individual. <laughs> the two, they're just, they're totally different and they can't exist in the same space at the same time. I had to let those things go. And I battle with it. I battle with it. Even though I smoke myself to hell and destroy my lungs in many respects, part of me still wants to smoke. <laughs> part of me still wants to drink. Part of me misses those sensations. But I also know exactly what they did to me. <laughs> How bad they were. The pitfalls and shortcomings that they had. So, it's best to live in a different way. Best to not try to lean on anything else for happiness. But to find that happiness inside out. And like I've been saying, it comes from expectation. A mantra, I guess, is the best word for it that I've been trying to adapt, or rather, that I've been adapting, is this idea that in every moment, how is this good for me? Even if it's a horrible, uh, tough moment, uh, at the same time, you know, it's, it's a character development. <laughs> the harder a thing is, the stronger you become. That's true. And the stronger that you are, the better off you are, I'd say. The more prepared you are for the next moment. Going through school was not easy. Some difficult tests, difficult subjects. But I'm better prepared for life because of it. You know? To watch my family fall apart in many ways. My parents got divorced. It's difficult. It's very difficult. Heart-wrenching. But at the same time, I learned certain things from my parents about what not to do. <laughs> right? So there's any moment, no matter what it is, there is a positive twist. And it's, it's difficult. I mean, I'm not saying just avoid your negative feelings and emotions. No, feel them. They're there for a reason. It's the contrast that shows you what is good what you like, what you don't like. Everything that's happened that you don't like that has left you in a negative framework at the exact same time on the, from the opposite perspective shows you what you do want, what you do like. <laughs> you like the opposite of what just happened to you. <laughs> so you have a clearer vision of what you do want. It's just letting go of all of that shit that we hold on to. And we all do it. We all do it. Um, 
don't know. Because it's true. I mean, there is beauty in what struggle brings. Absolutely there is. There's wisdom to be gained. There's strength to be um, to be had. That you just can't get from everything going perfectly. It's just impossible. You go to the gym to tear up your muscle. You don't grow muscle until it's torn to shreds and has to heal. That's how you grow. Without it, you're just a weak little bitch. I get. I don't know. There's many things that I could talk about. I, I could get into politics. I could get into all of these things, but I don't know. I don't want to be too polarizing on this channel, you know, but the real truth of the matter is that it has to start with you. If you want to change the world, you have to change yourself first. And I, I never want to pose myself as an expert and that I'm perfect and have everything figured out because fuck no, I don't. Absolutely not. I still have so much to learn. So much growing to do. I'm only 26. Hopefully I have a lot of life left to keep doing that. But every day is a new chance to learn. And it won't always be tough. Or <laughs> won't always be tough, that's true. But it won't always be easy. And it's probably a good thing. <laughs> It'd probably be boring if it did. And that... The toughest thing about finding peace and joy and trying to describe it that I've realized is that it's it's a subtle shift. It's a very subtle shift in just how you view the world. Do you view it through a pessimistic lens? Or do you view it through a positive one? Are you looking for the good? Or are you looking for the bad? And it seems very simple, but it's true. Seems like a cliche idea. But cliche, cliche ideas are cliche for a reason. People say it all the time because it's true. You look or you find what you were looking for. And you would think that we're looking for things that we want, but we oftentimes are looking for reasons to be unhappy. Looking for those negative things. Like I said, in some ways it's an evolutionary deal. We're trying to protect ourselves. We don't want to be hurt. We don't want to be taken advantage of. So we're skeptical. And there is value in that, to a degree, to an extent. But that cannot be your only operating lens if you want to be happy. If you don't, if you want to just continue to live in misery, then okay, great. <laughs> continue living as you've been living. But don't be upset about it. Because you become what you think about. You become what you're looking for. And you find exactly what you're looking for. And that's the truth. Um, it really is. And you could try to deny it. I denied that idea for the longest time. I was too busy looking at the external world, blaming it for all of my problems. When in reality, as I've changed, as I've been changing, the external reality hasn't. <laughs> all of those things that I was frustrated with before are still true. They're still there. But yet I've been happier. And they get to me sometimes. I'm still learning how to do that. Every day is a new adventure. And it will take time. But the key is to be trying. To be looking for the good. To be searching for it. 
to be trying to express it, to be trying to live in it. And if that's what you're doing, that's what you will find. And that is true. It seems simple. Seems easily dismissible. But I promise you, if you're unhappy, look at your expectation. Look at how you view every situation from a third-party perspective as best you can. Try to realize, are you being the problem? Because you might be. That was a huge thing for me, and it was a many difficult days. Many difficult days that I spent uh, looking inward and realizing that I was causing myself most of my grief. And mostly because I wasn't allowing the good in. I wasn't even allowing myself to see it. If, if someone would point it out, I would have a counter-argument. I would try to poke holes in their reasons to be faithful and happy. And it's just silly. It's just silly, but we'll all fucking do it. We'll all do it at some point. In some way, shape, or another. It's in uh, many ways a human characteristic, but at the same time, it is not a hopeful or a hopeless pursuit. It should be a hopeful one. Because it has every ability to be, as long as you allow it to be. Um, so. I don't know. What's your feeling? It isn't always overreacting, but in some ways it might be. <laughs> but only you can tell. I mean, I can only speak from my perspective, from my angle. Your life is different. But I, I damn near guarantee every single one of you, if you shift that lens, if you look for the good, you will find it in damn near every single moment of your life. Every single one. It's always there. It's always there. And that mantra, it's, it's a big one and an easy one to remember. How is this good for me? What is this teaching me? Am I learning? Am I growing? And if you are, then it's good. If you are, then it's good. Um, so try to keep that in mind as best you can. Um, I don't know. I'll kind of wrap it up there. Uh, pick yourself up a copy of my book if you're interested. Um many ideas. I can be a rambling mess on here. I'm trying to fight my innate perfectionism. I'm doing one take at a time. Just seeing what comes out and running with it. I spent several years putting this together. Didn't plan on it, but when I did start to put it together, I went through many iterations of ideas um, to, of how to organize it, how to put it together, how to say what I want to say in as concise a way as possible to try to do as much good as possible. And it took me way longer than I expected. <laughs> I had to battle some things in myself daily in the pursuit of creating this book. But once again, I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm trying to learn to be a little more free. Um, so try to do the same eh? as best you can. Uh, pick yourself a copy of my book. I'll put some links and everything. Uh, if you're going through some shit or uh, let, let me know. Put it in the comments. Uh, anything that maybe you're going through, maybe need a little bit of advice or just some kind words headed in that direction, uh, let me know what you're going through. Um, 
trying to be here for you as best I can. Um, but tell me what you think. Put it in the comments. Like, share, subscribe, do all the things. I greatly appreciate it. Um, but until next time, everybody. Peace.